So wait, Dennis, you're telling me you didn't like the fact that the way Batman and Superman got along was when they found out their moms had the same name? Your mom is named Martha, too. <laughs> Martha, why My did you say that Martha. name? Why did you say that name? <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, I didn't know that Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill were on the podcast today. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Movie Toast podcast. This is our weekly news reviews. We're Movie Toast news and reviews, and this is the news part of the news and reviews part. So I'm here with, once again, same people as always, Adam. Hey, hey, hey. Tommy. Hi. And special guest star, Dennis. Howdy do. That's right. Howdy How are you doing this weekend, Corey? I bet you thought after last weekend, Dennis was not coming back ever again. Oh, I didn't think that. I did. They, they offered me a much, much bigger check this week. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. This that week it was a penny. Movie studio, man. Backing us. Nice. So it turns out that Batflex's real nemesis was alcohol. Ben Affleck tells us why he left the Batman. And, and it, it was because to- he was making that basketball movie about being an alcoholic. <laughs> Basketball Jones. That's what you meant about the alcohol. Got it. I thought yeah, you did you not notice alcoholic. that? You didn't know that? No, I never read your. Yeah, he went to like he went to Wait, rehab and everything. Really? I like that he's being that open about that stuff. I don't know. It's. I think it, that I'm movie sure it does a lot more for him. Yeah, I, I I think that movie he left to go do is going to be great. You you can ask these guys. I predicted that movie's going to be winning Oscars. All right. Some people might not have heard the episode. You want to explain what you're talking about, Tommy? Uh, so the movie's called The Way Back, and it's wait, about a real... Wait, wait. This, I was just kidding. He didn't leave Batman to go do that movie. He actually, <laughs> yeah. he actually has an alcohol problem. Yes. Oh, you Oh, wait, Tommy, jerk. did you not know that? Oh, my God. No, oh my God. I thought he... I, dude, I am... You look gullible up in the dictionary. You see my fucking face in the dictionary. You understand that? <laughs> I was Jesus joking because it's the plot line to that basketball movie. Oh, yeah. That's uh, why I believed you. That's why you got to read these articles when oh, I. You got to read the articles, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Adam Wait, or Dennis, you, you want to tell us what's going on in this story? He's uh, been very vocal about the troubles in his life. Um, alcoholism clearly the thing that helps ever end his previous marriage, and the new movie he's going to be starring in, The Way Back, is more or less running the same line that he's run in real life. Is recently divorced. He's facing his alcohol problem head on. Um, and him and his personal life and the character in that movie, yeah, they have the same thing happen. The article is mentioning that part of the reason why he's not coming back to play Batman was that it kind of went hand in hand with his alcohol problem. That was really when his marriage started crumbling. He was getting a lot of flack for uh, the movies he was in when he was portraying Batman, which really too bad if it was if they had a better script if they had more opportunity i feel like we could have seen a really cool side of batman he's a big batman fan never gonna give that yeah he i think it would have been really awesome i actually was very intrigued uh, i liked his rendition of batman yeah apparently they a friend of affleck's i wish they would just go and say matt damon because that's pretty much he has a lot of friends buddy i know but i'm pretty sure that's the guy that they're referring to they just won't say his name uh, a friend of his cautioned him against continuing with the Batman role, and he said that um, the script is good, but they think that he'll drink himself to death if he goes through 
what he just went through with the Batman versus Superman movie. His friend cautioned him and he was like, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. We all, those who've seen it, I mean, at least my personal opinion, it was trash. I don't mm. understand how it got that far. The story was terrible. The dialogue was bleh. I, you had all of these good components and somehow that happened. I don't know. I got to jump in here. Once again, I like shitty movies. So I rewatched Batman v Superman. I kind of liked it. Wonder Woman was the best part. But I feel like the real issue was the suicide of Zack Snyder's daughter when he stepped away mm. from Justice League. If he did his Justice League and we got the Snyder cut, I feel like people might have actually liked Justice League. You want to know what else is happening in the world of movies? What's oh. up? Borderlands video game movie is shooting. What? Oh, that was, I'm intrigued be, by this. I'm, yeah. That Has was the roughest transition we've ever I played had. both. I played <laughs> Borderlands over 1 and 2. I have not played the new one, though. But I played 1 and 2 quite so a bit. So what's, what's the rundown? What's the story about the, the, the video, video game story? Game? Yeah. Uh, you played it? It's post-apocalyptic. Oh, you the video game. <laughs> yeah, what's the video yeah. game about? You played two of them. Yeah, I mean, you're you're basically you're in a post-apocalyptic world, and okay, so oh, it, you can okay, play okay, through a lot of the game without no, 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 the story. <laughs> yeah, let's but, let Dennis it, give us the info. No, no, it, so there's four people in the Borderlands. There are four characters that are known as Vault Hunters. They're, they tra- you're on a distant planet that's called Pandora. And you're hunting down an alien vault, is what Dennis was I'm talking I'm not going to lie. I love the fact that you just ferociously typed into Wikipedia Borderlands, and now you're reading it. Not Wikipedia, just Google. Oh, okay. Um, but it, uh, there was rumored, like, this advanced alien technology. Uh, they find themselves, you battle the locals on Pandora. It's like playing Fallout or playing, like, mm, that style I- of game, I meant. That style. Uh, I, I wouldn't... Uh... I, I wouldn't quite say that. Only you, because you get quests and you get different guns and I don't know. Yeah, the focus on Borderlands is much more about the gunplay. The, the fact gun that there's yeah. the main mechanic is that all of the guns are randomly generated is the main pull. So all the possible weapons you could ever get playing the game is this enormous, right. enormous number. But that's their main hook is it's gun porn pretty much. Right. So pretty much here, this game is being turned into a movie. And it's being directed by Eli Roth and written by an actual podcaster um, named Craig Mazin. He also did the show Chernobyl that everyone loved last year. Uh, so if you ever want to listen to a good movie podcast about how to write movies and shit about movies that are interesting to screenwriters, check out his podcast, Script Notes. So Eli Roth had this to say about the, the movie. Uh, he said, I'm so excited to dive into the world of Borderlands and I could not be doing it with a, uh, with a better script, producing team, and studio. I have a long, successful history with Lionsgate. I feel like we have grown up together and that everything in my directing career has led to a project of this scale and ambition. And that is why I cannot wait to see this movie. <laughs> He's, he sounds really into this movie. And the fact that he's saying that it's le- his entire career has led to a project of this scale, it's going to be a huge movie. Oh, just to add on what he's saying, fans of the game and fans of Eli Roth will recognize that this sounds like a great combination. There's a lot of humor in the Borderlands series, but it's also very over-the-top and stylized and it's violent, which is, seems like a very close fit for... Hand-in-hand uh, together. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's honestly what has me intrigued by this piece of information. 
I never played uh, any of the Borderlands games, but you know, and he's if they're directing. Violent, if they're violent, Eli Roth does, does that well. My question yes, is: exactly. Do you think it's going to be like PG thirteen, kind of like House with the Clock and Swall, or more hostile, rated R style violence? I think if if done right, they should be able to show you some hostile level violence and then allow you to laugh at it. Like, hmm. should have both. He hasn't directed um, a whole. That's a tightrope. That's a tightrope. Yes, right it is. It is. Uh, it is a niche audience that appreciates that kind of thing. But sounds like they have the right pieces pulled together. You know what? You know that's interesting that Mulan's having that problem this week too. Yeah. You don't Disney say. is putting out their first PG thirteen live action remake of an animated movie. And what rating is it getting, Adam? I just said PG thirteen. I didn't hear the PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh my god. It's okay. You don't read. You don't listen. I love oh. you, Tommy. It's PG-13 now. There's no Eddie Murphy Mushu. There's no songs, just orchestrals of the songs. And this goes into what I thought when I first saw the trailer. It looks like it's going to be a fun, like, kung fu movie. And that's what I think we need. Not just the same movie that we've seen before. Check mm-hmm. out The Lion King. Everyone fucking hated it because it was the same movie. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we loved about the first movie, about the animated movie. But it doesn't always make the transition smoothly. So why not go crazy and make a totally genrefied movie that we kind of know the basis of, but something different? Yeah, I mean, yeah. listeners of this show know that I dislike most of the live action ones. Or not dislike them, but they're just not going to come anywhere near the animated ones. This is the first one that I'm looking forward to. Wasn't looking forward to any of the other ones, even Aladdin or Lion King, which are my favorite you know, animated I'll- I'll have to agree with you there, Claire. I'm, I'm there with you. All the other ones are just kind of like, oh, okay, they're making that, sure. Um, after the fact, I enjoyed uh, Beauty and the Beast. Like it, I, I, it was a nice movie. I, I like that. But this one going into it, yeah, this, this looks cool. Yeah. Well, and they don't expect that the PG-13 rating is going to, first off, deter parents from taking their kids to see it. And it's unlikely that it's going to affect results of the box office. I never saw yeah. the, the animated, but is there going to be like battles and like are we going to see? Some oh, blood dude, and... they they it's fucking a war. yeah, a war. it's a full against blown the war. Huns. Tommy, uh, yeah. please watch this movie on Disney Plus and talk about it next week because it's really good. Uh, it, right. it is a very yeah, it's it's a classic. It, the the animated film I, is genuinely good. I want to say I've seen parts bits and pieces of the movie over the course of the years that it's been out but never in full so yeah I'll, that'll give me something to watch <laughs> i'll have something gonna, to report on you're gonna be getting down to business before you know it yeah oh, he doesn't get that reference yeah, see? <laughs> i don't what about the police academy yeah what about that i mean and the oceans eight are we getting more of those it's what getting rebooted that? on hbo max <laughs> so i mean if, if you guys listen to our last episode and her Dennis, uh, you just saw Police Academy, and do you do you think that it could be a modern movie? I don't guess so. Like <laughs> sometimes you just gotta ask yourself, do we really? <laughs> but <laughs> they don't. Um, they never ask that. They never guess, ask that when they reboot these movies. I guess so. I mean, we only have eight. Why not start over? <laughs> um, well, that's the question. Are we gonna get eight more I because hope so. of the reboot? I well, mean, HBO Max needs more movies. I don't know. It's one of those, could we have just used the time and energy to actually make a new property? No. It's believed that Gutenberg and Michael Winslow are going to be in the reboot. I know. Those guys are in high demand. I can't believe they might get them back. This is why I love Bobcat. Bobcat Goldthwait, if you guys don't remember, he was in the second uh, Police Academy movie. Uh, He said he didn't want to have anything to do with this reboot. (laughs) 
But the comment was made what ten years ago? Ten years, yeah, yeah. So. I think for a while, Key and Palo were supposed to be writing a reboot of it. So I'm wondering if they might be in the mix. On that, was, this? that was like 2016, uh, but they yeah, haven't but said anything since. You never know. HBO could uh, yeah. could have kept them kept them close, kept them in their pocket. True. I I'm gonna tell you why I don't think Bobcat's gonna come back, even though that was 10 years ago about the comments and whatnot. He hasn't. Uh, he's been kind of behind. He's been directing a lot. And directing. So I don't think he's going to want to make a comeback in front of the camera again. That's true. He doesn't look anything like what what I remember him from in those movies. But I'm sure he could bring the voice back. I'm not going to do it again because I don't want to be called a... uh, What did you say I sounded like? Who did you Um, say I sounded like? uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey, yeah. But hey, it was good. You tried it. You went out there. I can't do a Bobcat. It's hard. Yeah. I don't and think we could do it anymore. We'll we're kind of we're kind of missing the other part here. We might get more a reboot of Ocean's Eleven or a continuation of Ocean's Eight or Follow just up, something yeah. new. Yeah. But they haven't said really what it could be. Are yeah, you guys itching for this? Anybody here looking forward to another Ocean's movie? I really liked mm. Eight or Ocean's. What was it? Eleven, thought, twelve, and thirteen. Eight, but... yeah. yeah, I liked Eleven, twelve, and thirteen. And I, they're, they're I movies. and I like the original Oceans Eleven too. That one was good. The one, a, uh, yeah, that's a classic. Uh, with the good pack, yeah, yeah, that that is awesome. It's and it still has humor that stands up. It's yep. gorgeously shot, and but, the locations are and classic the guy, Las Vegas. And the new ones, it really looks like the guys enjoy what they're doing. Like they really they have good chemistry. Oh yeah, yeah and people having a good day at work like that is yeah. literally the whole cast <laughs> and it's funny seeing uh matt damon in a role where he's kind of like the younger brother to the group where like mm-hmm. he's you know what i mean like in the was yeah. it the 12th okay. the second one he was on the airplane trying to talk to brad pitt and brad pitt's like get out of here kid why are you talking to me mm-hmm. <laughs> even I though like, he's like 40 at that time but right yeah but yeah so How'd you guys I, feel I about Ocean's it. Eight? I, I saw it once. I, I haven't seen it again, but I I saw it once. And I, was it. It. I never saw it. I never saw it. I think the best move would be just completely bring in a new cast, change the style up. Don't make it all so- soda bird. Give it to so, a new person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Adam, I'm asking you this because you're the one that's seen it. Danny's Didn't dead. Say, yeah. Yeah. How can it be Ocean's Eight? Oh, but because it's just talking about the eight of them. But yeah, I mean, but at the same time, so it though, takes place after the 11, 12, and 13. Right. Yes. So. But the thing is, these guys are con men, so who knows if he's really dead? That could be oh, the yeah. twist. He could have oh, just staged hey, it. He never saw a body. Yep. Yeah, that's we true. We just saw his little like memorial at the uh, gravesite. Right. Right. They just couldn't. And this might be a way. Clooney, that's all. This and then we can see Clooney. Exactly. Yeah, we can gap Clooney and yeah. Sandra Bullock together and get like Ocean's 20. I just hope they don't like. Or continue. the more we're talking about this, I'm kind of intrigued to see that happen. I hope Ocean that's sixty nine. That's the <laughs> I just hope they don't it already exist. Pull like a oh, I can't oh, think of sure right too. now, but they they continue it on and then Ocean's like, four twenty. You, you don't see George Clooney until the very end of this reboot. Kind of like what they do at the end of the Boondock Saints two All Saints Day, where we see William Defoe still alive, which nobody really knows that movie. So I'm gonna I know that movie. That's a fantastic movie, better than the original. I think well, I, I like never it. saw the sequel. I never oh, it has a. I saw it in theaters. I did too. I was, yeah, I was in that. Like, you know, I was part of the the cult, watching the cult classic sequel. <laughs> it was very. Uh, 
it was a very strange time in 2009, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, around, that, that yeah around there. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of strange yeah. times, guys, what about cocaine hippos? Oh, That's, boy. You can't get much stranger <laughs> than that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it's a story about, um, what's that guy's Pablo name? Pablo Escobar. Yeah, Pablo, Pablo Escobar. Escobar. He had oh. hippopotamus. This is real. This is true. And then when he got arrested and shit, they couldn't move the hippos. There was no way Kill. to get them out of there or kill them or anything. So they just yeah. left him there. And actually, when I learned about this, watching, like, I think Cocaine Cowboys, there was something really ridiculous back in, like, 2003. I was like, that'd be a good movie. And it took till 2020 for someone else to write it because I'm lazy. Well, I so, bet someone's been writing it since then and just rewriting it. And other people are writing it. Escobar's yeah. lost treasure. But I'm pretty interested in this one because, I mean, that's kind of a cool concept to start off of on, in, like, the nonfiction realm. But then it sounds like he takes it to the next level and he makes it a lot of fun. You know what has me sold? Right here in the article. I'm pointing to it because you guys can see exactly where I'm pointing. Um, it says the tone is being described as the hangover meets Tropic Thunder. I'm that, sold. You got me. Cool. That's a I'm good watch combo. It. I don't care anything else. Next story. I'm watching this movie. <laughs> it it does you, sound like fun. Yeah. Hey, you guys, sometimes when you make a trilogy of movies starring monkeys and they're pretty good, and then, you know, you decide, um, I need more money. And then you go ahead and you sell your studio to a different person. And then they're like, we need money too. And then they make a fourth plan of the apes. It's not a reboot. I got to be honest. I didn't see the last one, but the, the story arc has, has kept interesting. Um, and the movies made a good amount of money. So it kind of, I don't know, it kind of makes sense that they want to take another whack at it. But the fact that um, there has been a word, apparently, that uh, Caesar will still be a part of the story somehow. Whether or not this is generations after Caesar has established his first society or not is still up in the air. Yeah, it'll almost be like Caesar becomes the mantle and someone else is taking over as the Caesar. <laughs> kind of like a 007. I mean, every time these movies come out, I'm like, ah, I gotta go see it. But then I really love them. I'm like, these are great movies. And now that guy's going on to direct the Batman. Anyways, I believe at the end of the last one, Caesar actually dies. So I think you're on to something here. I haven't seen The War of the Planet of the Apes, the newest I one. Really, I really liked it. And I thought the last one concluded it very well. You know, yep. for those of us who were still interested, I guess maybe a lot of people were interested in it. My theater wasn't full, but I really enjoyed it. And <laughs> I like I like my stuff to end. So when yeah, when I right. see a fourth one, yeah. And, and now, will this be the point where we finally come full circle and we're back to Doctor the Planet of the Apes era? Like, are we going to be um, in into where the story originally began? Uh, far in the future wouldn't that you know? be weird if they were like this isn't a reboot of our planet of the apes it's a reboot of the original planet of the exactly apes. there you go see gotcha <laughs> we hoodwinked you um but you I know i guess i'll go see it you know Woody harrelson and steve zahn are in it yeah one? i yes. wish i would have seen that you know what happened it I was really uh, busy with work and I just couldn't get around seeing it in theaters. I tried to bootleg a copy and the bootleg copy I found was horrible quality. So I never got it. I just never deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't admit to crimes, Tommy. Especially (laughs) not in a podcast. You wouldn't download a car. I'd download a car. (laughs) If I could, I totally would. 
Went down. Oh, that's a no. That's Dennis making a genius reference to an FBI warning thing from like 2003. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot about this. You went down. Piracy has a, is not a victimless crime. Wait, yeah, from how long ago though? And they were so jumpy and flashy. Yeah. It was like Spider Man One. The Sam Raimi was being released around the time I watched this. This thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Secret about me is um I'm actually very much against pirating things tommy music and movies and cars I'm and that yeah who wasn't who's that nathan drake no i was serious tommy that wasn't a transition <laughs> prompt <laughs> okay i guess we're, we're going to talk about this yeah tom holland it's a story we've been following he's in um uncharted and uncharted's like gone through a series of directors like big know, names a lot of big ones and no one wants to stick to it but it looks like they're going to start filming in four weeks with that last director we told you about maybe three weeks ago. Does yeah. someone want to take this? Finally starting filming, which we're all very and, happy. Yeah. So, it, yep. And it's, it's like, like they mentioned, Tom Holland's starring, uh, his co-star, which I thought was kind of interesting, is going to be uh, in Mark Wahlberg. It'll be a globe-trotting story, which you'd expect from our main character here in Uncharted would be doing. Obviously, because it, uh, Tom Holland is starring in it, we are seeing a much younger Nathan Drake. So, obviously, this will probably be featuring stories that may not necessarily be depicted in the game, which is kind of, uh, yeah. I feel like, is good. Let's break away from that. So we don't have <laughs> to totally show you again something that you've probably already seen. You know? True. Let's yeah, that's a good idea. And yeah. I mean, honestly, it's the director is Ruben Fleischer. And I had to look it up because we've followed this story for so long and it's <laughs> gone through so many directors that I like couldn't even keep track anymore. Yeah. So sorry <laughs> for that, folks. Hasn't hasn't there been rumors of this being made into a movie like since the last game came out too? Yeah. We'll continue to follow this and we'll bring you any further developments because this is a developing story and then eventually the movie will come out and I can stop talking about it. I have a note here from the corrections department. Uh, Corey, last episode you said we we're burying a lead about Sam Rainey directing Doctor Strange 2 and I said, no, we talked about that. We didn't talk about that before. I found out that we did not. Uh, but Ooh. we are talking about him right now because his classic film, The Evil Dead, is getting another entry into the saga. I mean, okay, so we did talk about this once a while ago, and now it's confirmed. Um, the Evil Dead movie's coming out, and it's going to start shooting later this year. And I don't know if it's going to be like Evil Dead or if it's going to be like The Army of Darkness. What do you guys think? Adam, you're really into the Evil Dead franchise, aren't you? I am, and uh, you'll never guess what happened at work this week. My office is inside of a studio where they're currently filming a movie produced by Sam Raimi, and I saw him a couple of times. Oh. You're right, Adam. I would hey. never guess what happened at work. <laughs> that, that is interesting. Sorry, running out of time. Story doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so there's going to be a possible new Evil Dead movie, but it's not starring Bruce Campbell as Ash. It might have Jane Levy come back as her character, but nobody really knows right now. Sam Raimi said they're going to make another creepy Evil Dead film. And Army of, Darkness is, Army of Darkness is ridiculous, so it's probably going to be more like Evil Dead. Maybe. Oh, okay, see, I went, by your comparison earlier, I thought you were referencing maybe... Um, expanding on the world more that the way army of darkness did where yes it is a continuation and that we're still seeing ash but it's not really about the the 
conflicts we were having in the first couple of movies. I mean, yeah, the Necronomicon is still there, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's more this medieval, uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's still a creature feature, I suppose, but it's got a little different flair to it. Um, which I, I'm hoping for is something similar. If it's, if it's still, uh, a, ho- a straight horror like the previous Evil Dead movie, um, seeing more of what that world ends up becoming could be interesting in the way that Army of Darkness just showed another perspective of what this world is capable of, I guess. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I actually like the Army of Darkness and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of cool on the other two, if you could believe that. Oh, interesting. You know, and... I think it's because I like Jason and the Argonauts, which is Evil Dead's kind of, but the third one is kind of doing a little thing like that. It's very similar. So maybe that's just me. But we see that skeleton armies and whatnot. Yeah. And we've kind of seen Bruce Campbell do everything he's kind of wanted to do with the Evil Dead TV show, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. So why not see someone else in that universe? Absolutely. Uh He can't be the only badass, you know, walking through dimensions right yeah <laughs> yeah well i don't know, you know what you else guys, but i'm um, used out yeah. sorry tommy we got two stories left the first <laughs> one's a quickie um train to busan or busan or busan i f- fucking tell me that i said it wrong yeah you said it right Two busan train. it was a good movie it's a zombie movie um Hell yeah it was a good movie. it's getting it's coming out we're getting a sequel that should be a good time mm-hmm. america but, you're getting it in theaters yeah, so go see that or go watch the first one if you haven't seen that. And watch and, the prequel anime, which is on Yahoo. I mean, sorry, Yahoo, it's not Community, which is on Amazon Prime. Nice. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to go. Shit, I'm adding that tonight. Yeah, I just watched it a few yeah. weeks ago. It's okay. It's on Netflix? Oh, that's good. So, no, it's on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Oh, cool, great. My bad. So then um, Sonic the Hedgehog um, did good this week. It breaks the video game opening record with $70 million. It broke several of Detective Pikachu's records. Yeah. I like Detective... I don't know. I should go I watch this Pikachu. Sonic movie. Once they, had, once they were going to go redo the animation, I was kind of like, well, this is going to be a shit show. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's turning out well for them. So, I mean, listen to your fan base and, and maybe good things will happen. Let's hope that works in the future if something bad happens. Pikachu's global start with the domestic was 157 million. This was 100 million. Oh, there we go. It was 100 million. Speaking of work, the television show that I'm working on stars the girl who was the female star of Detective Pikachu. I don't know why I threw that out there. Cool. You just want to let people know you're working. Yes, I'm not unemployed. I'm not a piece of shit anymore, guys. <laughs> and uh, in a in a case of check out those qualifiers, <laughs> the deadline said that Sonic the Hedgehog breaks the video game pick opening record. We've already been over this. There's uh, it has to be a video game movie, <laughs> and then um, with seventy million and represents the fourth best President's Day weekend ever. Are you fucking? <laughs> what were the other movies in that? They were. Uh, they were Black Panther, Deadpool, Fifty Shades of Grey. Those were the ones big that, movies. Yeah, and those stomped the shit out of. Yeah, <laughs> the it was million dollar mark, but it's impressive that it got up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of impressive. I just love these headlines. It's like, check out what did mediocre, and we're hyping. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah. not like you know, it's not doing a billion dollars. It's doing seventy million. No, but pretty- the the fact that a video game movie even hit that it's still because it's always an iffy ground that's always uh you know 
Never going to so, appease everybody. I agree with that, but is it a video game movie? Because, I mean, I guess it's technically a video game movie, but, like, why is that the standard we're holding it to? <laughs> yeah, not like, just any movie. Not just any movie. So True, true. Okay, yeah, hey, Corey, guess what? What's up, Tommy? Now I'm really newsed out. All newsed out. Awesome, Tommy. Thanks for helping <laughs> me end the show. Dennis was here. Tommy was here. Dennis and Tommy were here. Adam was here. I was here half the time. Anyway, y'all have a good night. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.